Stories are foolhardy decisions which leaves those we love on tenterhooks. My name is Asadumebi, and every week I would tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Peace Amike and it's titled A Broad Number. Dimly lit by a flickering candle, Kelechi and I sit cross-legged across from each other in our room with a bowl of palm oil beans between us. We speak in whispers so that we do not wake Mama. She is asleep in her half of the small single room that we call home. The two halves are separated by a thin white curtain. Each half has one mattress laid on the bare floor that we sleep on. Our half is also where our kitchen is. It has a small kerosene stove and two crooked aluminium pots in the corner. Kilichi. Are you sure that you should not tell Mama about this your trip? It is better if she does not know. He stuffs a spoonful of palm oil beans into his mouth without flinching at the heat. I wish you never told me about this your travel. Now, I, I have the weight of this secret weighing on my chest. But it is a good thing that you are going abroad. Gelechi throws his head back and laughs, nearly choking on his food. Mama turns over in her mattress and he tries to control his laughter. This boy, God, this boy, you will not kill me, he says, still trying to control his laughter and avoid choking. He picks up the sachet of pure water lying beside him. He tears it with his teeth and squeezes the entire content into his mouth in one go. I watch him in confusion, wondering what was so funny about what I just said. He clears his throat while wiping a tear from his eyes with the back of his hand. His face gets serious as he continues. The only reason I don't want to tell Mama is because she will try to stop me from going. You know how Mama is. She will now be telling me how she saw me in a bad dream and all of that kind of talk. I do not think that Mama will try to stop you. After all, you are going abroad. That's a good thing now. Why would she try to stop you? Kilechi sighs heavily and scoops the last portion of beans into his mouth. We sit for a while without talking. Our silence interrupted by the sound of crickets and the neighbor's generator. I know not to push for an answer. Kilechi hates it when I ask too many questions. And he does this thing where he will completely ignore my question and only answer when he feels like it which can be up to two weeks. Or he will simply carry on the conversation like 
I never even asked a question. Chigs. I need to leave Abba, man. Nothing day this place. I do not respond. Mostly because I don't know what to say. And partially because I don't want to appear too eager. I stand up from the floor where we have been sitting. I pick up the dirty bowl and the empty sachets of pure water and I move them to the kitchen. While I busy myself to prevent my mouth from running, Kelechi takes off his shirt and uses it as a fan. The room is stuffy and hot, even though the window in Mama's half of the room is wide open. Our half does not have a window, only a standing fan which we turn on when there is light. Kelechi continues. One of my friends, he just came back from Cyprus. He said that there is plenty of opportunities there. Plenty money. You remember Osinachi now? He's the one taking me. Taking you? How is he taking you? Will you use plane? We are not using plane. We are going by land. That is why I cannot tell Mama. She will get afraid and she will discourage me. We will have to pass inside desert and sometimes we will have to use boats. Osinachi is the one that knows all the details. It is a longer way, but if we do it like this, eh, there is no need for me to get a passport or a visa. As I turn to face him, I cannot hide the alarm that this his explanation has triggered in my head. Kel, no be Osinachi do for one night that time. How you won't take trust them? Kelechi hisses and stretches out on the mattress. It was just a rumor, Joe. You know this about people. They don't get work. So now they talk about people. Huh. But tell me. Tell me how Osinachi take no road, go Cyprus. Leave that thing. He knows the road well. He told me that I'm not the first person to cross the border like this. He said that it would take us about six months before we reach the other side. Don't worry. Once I reach, I will call you a mama with my abroad number. He turns to face the wall and falls asleep almost immediately. The day he left, he was gone before mama and I woke up. All his clothes and his dog-eared novels were still in our half of the room. We suspected nothing at first. We just thought that he left early for his work as an apprentice. After all, it was Wednesday, which meant that he and his oga had to travel to Potakot to sell okrika at oil mill market. It has now been 13 months since that Wednesday. 13 months of my body jumping each time my phone rings, hoping it is Kelechi finally calling with his abroad number. Peace loves stories. From a young age, she has been fascinated by movies and books. Basically, anything that tells a story. Peace writes short stories for fun, 
And you can find some of her work on Medium at Ovis Writes Stuff. She works in finance at a tech company in Toronto. And when she is not working, she is reading a book or writing amateur scripts. You can connect with her on Instagram at Ovis underscore underscore. Details and links will be in the episode description. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast, or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send an email to info at osadumebi.com or send me a message at osadumebi on either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week.